Welcome to another episode of Care Podcast with Nisar Ahmed, founder and managing editor of an award-winning career blog, CareerMedis.com, and Eric B. Horn, founder of Eric B. Horn Career and Business Solutions. This podcast will provide you with tips, tools, and strategies to help you have the successful career you worked so hard for. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Care Podcast with uh, Nisar Ahmed and Eric Bihon. Uh, I'm your co-host, Nisar Ahmed. I am also the founder of career publication, careermedis.com. Myself and my co-host, Eric, here, who you will hear from in a moment, what we try to do at the Care Podcast is try to help you with actionable advice every episode. And our focus is to help you, uh, the individual who feel stuck or stagnated in their career. So every episode, either myself and Eric have a discussion on a topic or we build or, or we bring an expert. And today we have a treat. We have, we, uh, as part of the expert corner, we have a guest who will be talking about things that I think all of us will go through once in a life, at least once in our lifetime and how you can take that opportunity and turn that into something positive. So I don't want to take away Eric's thunder uh, and my co-host will be introducing himself and also introducing our experts corner guest. Hey, Eric, over to you. Hey, how's everyone doing? This is Eric V. Horn, uh, co-host of the Care Podcast. And thank you, Nassar, for the great handoff. And to go a little bit deeper in what we're going to talk about today, uh, Nassar hit the nail right on the head. Um, when it comes to the concept of being laid off, meaning you're working a nine to five and then all of a sudden, uh, whether it's based off of corporate restructuring, uh, downsizing or whatever the case may be, you, your livelihood is stopped because you know, you're let go from your business, excuse me, let go from your company. And a lot of times people put a lot of time, effort and energy for a company to be downsized and our guest today is a, I don't want to say she's an expert from it, but the best thing about it is how she turned a layoff into an uprising and a next level of her career and really fell into her overall passion. So today's guest is Lorraine Rise, who is the CEO of Career Uprising LLC. Just to kind of give you a little bit of background information on Lorraine. Uh, Lorraine has built her career on the practice of coaching others to succeed. Her career began in the health and weight loss industry, coaching hundreds of clients to reach their weight loss goals. As a director and regional trainer for Jenny Craig Incorporated, she has hired, trained, and mentored dozens of employees in the areas of sales, customer service, and management. Now, after a layoff in 2013, Lorraine took the opportunity to make the career change into human resources, where she holds certifications at resume, certifications in HR, resume writing, and career coaching. But one of the, the things that I enjoy most about Lorraine, she is a fellow podcaster, and her podcast is Career Uprising. And the overall name and the overall movement of career uprising is inspirational. Just those two words within itself tells a story. However, like I said, we don't want to take people's thunders here. Uh, Lorraine, thank you for your time and welcome to the Care Podcast. How are you doing today? 
I'm wonderful. Thank you both for having me. I'm excited to be here. And you can actually go ahead and call me an expert in, in layoffs, Eric. That's probably accurate <laughs> in my career trajectory. I think that's a fair thing to say, right? No, it was an accidental kind of thing. But but yeah, I did become somewhat of an expert on how to how to navigate that, which we're going to talk about today. But no, I think you really, um, you nailed it. That was a wonderful intro. I really appreciate that. And I'm excited to be here. So thanks for having me. No, no, no. The, the, the pleasure is, is, is our ours. Because when it comes to layoffs, most people don't want to talk about it because they associate a layoff with a failure, in a sense. Mm -hmm. um, and that's one of the things on a personal note, when I got laid off, um, for my first job out of college, I looked at myself as a failure as opposed to looking at it as an opportunity to shift gears um, and to assess where I, I, cur I currently am in my overall career. But we'll definitely get into to that piece even more. But for our podcast listeners, who's, this is their first time being exposed to you, uh, who is Lorraine Rise and what is the main message behind Career Uprising LLC? Thank you. Well, I would, I definitely feel that I'm on a mission here. I, the more I go along in my business and the more I live, I realize that my mission is to in some way connect people to their ideal work. And I, when I look back on my career, even before I was coaching, I was doing that in a lot of ways. It's been this really natural evolution that I've come into career coaching because when I, when I think back on my career, I was using a lot of coaching and teaching and training already, even before I was even calling it career coaching or anything like that. I was, I was really doing that, and I, I, I've been doing that in some manner ever since I was really in my 20s out of college. So I feel like this is something that I've, um, I, that I've naturally just kind of gravitated towards. And eventually I kind of made it a job and made it official that I wanted to empower people to take control of their careers and know who they are professionally and, and then use that to find their ideal work. And, and I do that in a couple of ways these days. My, my coaching is one. I also still actively do recruiting on the side, which I think is a wonderful kind of companion uh, to this. And that's just another way that I kind of fulfilled that purpose and that mission of connecting people to their ideal jobs and, and having them see the connection as well between their thoughts, their emotions, you know, the role that they play in actively creating and manifesting an ideal job because it's an active process really that we have to take responsibility for. So that's a lot of what my company Career Uprising um, really stands for and what my message is, uh, you know, and actually the, the tagline that I kind of uh, created is unlock your potential and advance your career. And, and I think that really sums it up pretty well. I actually use that tagline in my uh, book as well that I wrote last year. And so I think that's really the heart of my, my message. And I've, I also kind of adopted uh, the, the word uprising, which I think is cool because it's a nice playoff of my last name, Rise, you know? So, but it also really um, just embodies what 
I believe in and what I've had. I've had kind of uprisings myself, uh, which we'll talk about in, in my own career, certainly. But it, that's really kind of my spirit and my energy is that, you know, you can take really any situation and rise up from it if you take responsibility for it and if you acknowledge the active role that you play in your career and your trajectory. And, and so, you know, we'll get into that more when we talk about all of my layoffs. I've been, Jenny Craig was only one of them. <laughs> I've had several of them, um, actually. So I, I'm kind of the layoff queen. I think I dubbed myself that once on an episode of my own podcast. So, but yeah, I, I always um, bounce back and bounce back stronger. And that's kind of what an uprising is to me. It's, you know, taking whatever life gives you and then making it into something positive, kind of turning your your pain into something powerful. Um, so, so that's what I'm really about, and I I love it. It's such a joy and a pleasure to get to do that for a living and call that my job. <laughs> I really pinch myself a lot that you know that this is what I get to do. So, but that's a little bit about who I am. Um, Lorraine, I really liked. Uh few things that you mentioned. You mentioned a few good points and I'm hoping to uncover and expand on that as we mm-hmm. here. You mentioned something about taking responsibility, uh, mm-hmm. something positive, negative and turning that into positive. So, um, I mean, now you're coaching others. So over the last few years, you've built uh, their repertoire with customers. When it, when it happened to you in 2013, when you were working at this big company, Jenny Craig, and what is the lesson then? And what other lessons have you learned personally that you're now transferring over to others? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the layoff from Jenny Craig in 2013 was really significant. I've had, like I said, I've had several, but that one was significant for me because that was the longest I had ever been at a job. I was still very young, early career, you know, in my late twenties. And I, there were times I thought I was going to make my career there. I didn't know if I would leave. I had held multiple positions. I'd been promoted to a manager and then a kind of a regional traveling trader. So there were many times when I thought, well, maybe I'll stay here. Maybe I'll just keep going. And it, it almost got to the point where it kind of became my identity. I think I identified a little bit too much with that job. And, and I, I put a lot into it over the years which is good. But I think there's what I learned is kind of, there's a limit to that a little bit. You know, you are not your job. It's, it's not who you are. It's what you do. And, um, so you have to, I think I had to be careful because life kind of forced me out and I, from that job, which was good. I don't think I would have quit. Right. I think I would have kept going, but the layoff kind of forced me out and did for me what I I really wasn't going to do for myself. And it kind of made me separate and then reevaluate and and be able to then kind of lean into what was next. I, I remember around the time of the layoff, I had a really hard time envisioning what is my next career move? Where, where do I see myself? beyond this company and and this job. I really had had identified too much, I think, with the job. And so I couldn't see what was next. So for me, I think what I learned is that sometimes it's not only okay, but even necessary to separate from a job before you can feel what's coming 
next, you know, sometimes that's okay. And uh, so, so life kind of, you know, forced me to separate a little bit and said, here you go. Okay. Now you're out on your own. And what that prompted me to do was really put myself in a new situation and envision, okay, where can I be beyond this company? What else can I do? What else is out there for me? It was almost like reinventing myself a little bit professionally, but I was, I was thrust into a situation where I had to do it. And that was such a gift. It really was because I wasn't going to do it for myself. I think I had gotten maybe a little complacent. So, um, but I, I learned that that's okay. You know, that's okay sometimes to separate from a job so you can get, create some space, you know, some space in your, your mind and your emotions and your schedule to, to feel and lean into what could be coming next. It was very hard for me to envision that while I was still so caught up in all, there was so much drama going on around the time of these layoffs at the company. And I was really caught up in that, that I think I needed to separate before I could really get a sense of what was coming um, next. So I, and I, I think that that's okay to do sometimes, you know, it's okay sometimes to, to go ahead and, and, and let go of what you're currently holding on to so that you can feel into the next thing. I think that's hard for a lot of people to do when they're caught up in the stress of, and the identity of their job. So that was something that I had to kind of take responsibility for. Um, but, but for me, life kind of forced me to do it, which, which was a good thing. It was kind of a blessing in disguise. You know, the biggest piece that stands out, and I hope our listeners really caught that, was the whole, it becomes a part of your identity. Because mm -hmm. a mass amount of people in the workforce, they want to do well at their jobs. And to do well at their jobs, sometimes you have to engulf yourself in mm -hmm. the day-to-day, -day, give up a lot of time, give up, sacrifice a lot of things. Especially like if you're sacrificing, you know, time with your family and time with your friends and, and things of that nature, because you want to do a good job. So you get it's sort of a relationship in a sense, because you're putting a lot of effort and energy into what you're doing. And then once it gets to a point where based off of whatever the reason may be, you are forced out of that situation. There's a, a certain level of sometimes heartache, not even from a financial standpoint, because a lot of people are loyal and they're loyal to their employer. But on the flip side, the employer looks at it and they'll be very honest a lot of employers look at people as just uh, a body in a sense, right? But they do what they need to do and say what they need to say just to keep people, you know, motivated to continue to do the job. If they, you know, if they could, they can, most, some companies will have someone working, you know, 18, 19, 20 hour days without any additional compensation, right? Um, and I'm kind of touching on an area where, some of our listeners may be going through right now. And then once that's separated, or as you say, once you're pushed out, a lot of people get lost. But from what you're saying, and, and I like the fact you said it's a, a blessing in disguise because it, it pushes you out of your, your comfort zone. And, you know, sometimes how the universe works, the universe sometimes has a timer on some things, like when it comes to a job to say, okay, you've been here for the past four years, you it's not like you didn't deserve a promotion, but they quote, quote unquote, couldn't get, give you a promotion. They couldn't give you a raise. I need to push you out into another situation for something better. Right. And that takes a lot of foresight as opposed to just saying, oh, my God, I just got let go. How I'm going to pay my bills as humans. That's a natural reaction. But from what you're saying, it's probably one of the best things that, that occurred to you when it comes to your career, because 
the times that you were laid out, laid, laid off, excuse me, it always pushed you into a higher stratosphere in, in your overall career, which is, which is a great thing. And saying that will move to you know, the next question. I'm a- always big on woulda, coulda, shoulda, or what would you tell your, your, yourself? So the day that you were let go from Jenny Craig, if you can envision yourself walking out with your box and you see your future self come in and your future self has a conversation with the individual that got let go in 2013, what would you tell that person or what would you tell yourself to make sure that they are highly encouraged and know that this layoff is just a temporary setback to springboard you into the future? What would you tell yourself? Oh, that's, that's a great question. Um, I, you know, I think it's all about trust, right? I, I would tell myself that, you know, this, this is happening for a reason. You, you just need to trust yourself and you need to trust the the universe and life and the way that things, um, you know, happen because I, I, I somewhat believed then, and I, but I believe it even more now because I've grown up so much during during this time. That you know, when life forces things upon us, and it could be a job loss, it could be the end of a relationship, it could be a financial setback or bankruptcy, anything. When life is forcing something on you, it is telling you something. It is happening for a reason. It's trying to teach you something or show you something that you haven't been paying attention to. That's why it's a blessing in disguise. And I think my younger me, um, you know, this was about six years ago, sensed that somewhat, but I have a, a, a much more profound understanding of that, you know, as I've grown throughout the years and I, I can look back now and, and see how all of the, that experience and being let go in the way that I was at the time that I was, it was all laying the foundation for what I was going to eventually be doing. Right. It all makes sense. It's like pieces of a puzzle to me that you don't see at the time, but it's all meant to happen. So, you know, for example, I mean, I'm using that story of this layoff right now, six years later, and it's a pivotal part of my story and my coaching practice. And we're still talking about it now. So it makes sense when I look back, I'm like, yes, that was a piece of the puzzle. So trust, it really is what it's about. You know, I would say to somebody else in that situation, trust the universe, trust life and trust yourself that this is happening for a reason. This is teaching you something. You're supposed to make something out of this situation. What do you want to make, right? Do you want to make misery and self-pity and uh, I can't pay my bills and no one's going to hire me? You can make that if you want. You can. Or you can make something new and you can make something better than where you came from. And I, I look back on my younger self then. And I, I have to say, I'm pretty proud of myself for having such a positive attitude. And maybe it comes from being in my twenties, you know, and feeling pretty employable. Um, you know, it's probably harder for a lot of older job seekers, but, um, but I, I see that even more now how it all fits together. And that situation really laid the groundwork for what I'm doing now. And it was supposed to happen. It was a good thing. So I, I would really reinforce that. I think to my younger self, I, I sensed it a little bit, but I really see it now um, in the growth that I've had over the last uh, few years. So I, th- I think that's what I, I think it's trust really. I think it comes down to just trust the situation, trust yourself and trust life. I really like 
uh, Lorraine, how you use some powerful questions to change your mindset at that time, right? Mm -hmm. went into, you went into a little bit deep. Uh, on a, on a, you actually covered a little bit uh, when you just spoke. Um, I think Tony Robbins says that the quality of your life is in direct relationship to the quality of questions you ask yourself. And mm -hmm. one of the questions you asked is like, how can, how can this shape me or what advantage I can take about this or what are some of the things I learned? So you did a lot of self-introspection. Sounds like that's one of the toolkit or strategies that you use for yourself and your clients. I'm just curious, could you expand on that? Like, okay, so you talked about questions. What are some of the things that uh, someone can do to rediscover themselves? Because you are a prime example. You went from uh, working at this company to leading multiple teams to become a career coach to a brand new industry. Um, maybe others will want to do something else as well. They want to change instead of going back to the same industry. They want to find out what their strengths and go into a new, new, new career. So what, do you have any actionable steps that you go through with your clients that you can share with us? Yeah, absolutely. So, I, well, I think that um, what we, you were kind of alluding to, too, is, is with the questioning is when something like this happens, okay, so again, it's the separation of a job, it's the end of a relationship, it's any kind of transition that's kind of being forced upon you. I think that what we often ask ourselves is, why is this happening to me, right? We, we ask that question, why me? Why is this happening to me? But that's the wrong question. I don't want you to ask, why is this happening to me? I want you to ask, what can I learn from this? What can I make from this? Because if you answer that question, it will tell you why it's happening to you. <laughs> so that's a, a better question to kind of kick yourself off and, you know, and, and that whole self-discovery process started out with that question of what can I learn from this. And then as far as what I walk um, my clients through, whenever I have somebody going through a career transition or, you know, lacking clarity in some way, I do walk them through um, kind of this little acronym that I, I made up. It's ISP, interests, strengths, and priorities, right? So I want to know your interests. What do you love? What excites you? What motivates you? What are you curious about? What are your interests? Then your strengths. What are you good at? You know, what do other people come to you for? What do other people say? Oh, you, you know, you're good at solving that problem. I would come to you for advice on that, right? Those are your strengths. And then P is priorities. What matters most to you right now? What was broken, so to speak, in your last job that you want to fix going forward? Because if we don't focus on that, you're going to end up getting a new job. We know that. But you're going to have the same problems following you that were the last one. So you need to discover what are your priorities? What will make this new job meaningful for me and better? And how can I personally show up better in this next job? So interests, strengths, and priorities. That's what I walk my co coaching clients through to help them get a little bit of clarity on where they want to go next. Not just, you know, oh, let's just find another job because I need one and I lost my job. No, let's find you a better job. Let's make this a meaningful move for you. So we, I walk them through that acronym and, and ask them a lot of, you know, questions uh, kind of underneath each one. There's a lot of questions that are funneled under there, but it's basically, what are your interests? What do you love? What it, it excites you? What are you good at that the world needs? And that's a value. And what matters most to you? What are your priorities? So hopefully maybe that'll help some people out there who might be listening to thinking I'm going through a career transition and I, I don't even know where to start. That's where I would start. 
No, that's, that's, that's great. And just to kind of double back with the question of what can I learn from this situation? That's a, an extremely powerful question for someone to ask in the moment when they are being laid off. Right. Because that kind of cuts off the feeling of possible sadness, cut off the feeling of worriness. It subconsciously puts you in a position to be proactive, right? Mm -hmm. As opposed to just being at a, at a lifelong stop sign, you're saying, okay, they let me go. And it, it teaches you to be analytical also. Right. And which is a great piece because at, at the end of the day, when someone is let go, um, from what you're saying, like you said, trust yourself, trust the fact that this is supposed to happen, right? And that removes a lot of the guilt because a lot of people, they beat themselves up if they get laid off because they ask, the, to, to be personal, let me peel back some layers. I asked myself the question, okay, what did I do wrong? Instantly, when I got in my car and right before I called, well, she's my wife now, but called my uh, girlfriend at the time, okay, what did I do wrong? Because I got let go the Thursday, excuse me, the Monday before Thanksgiving in 2008. So I, it was around the holiday time. So people were cheery. So it kind of, it was like an anvil to me that they let yeah. me go. And I, if I would have, I mean, it happened the way it was supposed to happen. And, and I get that now listening to your expertise. But in the sense, if I could have gone back in time and as soon as I got in my car, Instead of me saying, okay, so what did I do wrong? If I would ask, what am I learning from this situation? Maybe things could have been a little bit different. Who knows? But it played out the way that it was supposed to play out. But I want our audience to understand that that is an empowering moment to ask yourself that question in the midst of you feeling like you've been defeated because a company let you go, especially if you put in a large amount of time, a large amount of, of energy. So that's, that's, that's very key. So I want to make sure that our audience takes that question. They don't have to remember it verbatim, but just keep that in the back of their head. So any event that that does happen, that can be one of the first questions to ask. And it puts you on the right track even before you get on the track, so to speak, which is, which is great. So yeah, it's, it's a more empowering way to look at it where you're not a, a victim. You know, that's, that's a big thing. Um, you know, we, we tend to think that, oh, I've been done wrong and I'm a victim. It's much like leaving a relationship, right? It's like a breakup. <laughs> when you leave a job, it really is. It's not any different, right? There's always mixed feelings. And why didn't you like me? What, what did I do wrong? And, and, and things like that. So, but that's the wrong question, right? It's just why is, you know, it's what can I learn from this? And I think that a lot of um, kind of suffering, so to speak, in life comes from when we resist what is happening in front of us, right? We need to kind of swim with the flow of life and go with what's happening and not resist against it and, and ask ourselves what we could make from this. And I think one thing I would point out to people too, that they don't always realize there is a, a, a unique gift that comes with not having a job when you're job searching. And I kind of alluded to this, I think, um, before, you know, I, when I was laid off from Jenny Craig, what I found was that it was actually a gift to be able to job search when I didn't have the stress of my current job weighing me down and consuming my schedule. It allowed me to have space and, um, and kind of take my time. I actually had the time and the, and the energy to devote to this search and I wasn't, you know, trying to balance out 
my job with job searching because how hard is that, right? Who likes job searching when they have a full-time job? So <laughs> really, it's, it, that's a whole other like stress right there. So it, to somebody who's kind of in between employers or been laid off, I would say what, one bright side is, look, you, you've been freed up in, in your psyche and your emotions and your schedule. You make the best of that time and see that for the gift that it is because there are people out there who are in situations where they're trying to get out of their job and they're trying to job search and it's just another stress, right? And you don't really have that. You, it, so it's just kind of another way to spin it, it to, to, to see that, you know, there are good things about this situation if you're willing to see them. So I just want to kind of put that in there because that was kind of another thing that I, I learned as well during that time. No, this, it, this lessons upon lessons upon lessons. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's great. So we, based off of the, this interview, you provided not only our audience, but you know, Nassar and I with tons of, of value, especially when it comes to the topic of a layoff. Now, with you being a coach, being a podcaster, running your own business, having a book, you have a lot going on. However, what's next for you and Career Uprising LLC? Definitely let our audience know what you have going on so we can support you. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, so as my my business progresses, where, where I really feel like I'm going is it, it, my coaching is evolving. I, I've known that for a while. It's it's always going to be career coaching, but it's really evolving into broader life coaching. You know, I, I find myself um, coaching people oftentimes on, on even bigger issues because there's this inherent connection between all the areas of our life, right? So we think it's career coaching, but really it is life coaching. It's, it's just an aspect of your life. And I, one thing that I teach clients is that, you know, your, your life is not these separate compartments. It's all you. You're this one whole person. So I find myself when I do career coaching, I, I find that we're talking about then, you know, even marriage and your relationships and your self-confidence, it's all connected. It's all you. So my coaching is broadening into life coaching. You still foundation has a foundation in careers, but is broadening up a little bit, which I love. I think that's beautiful that I'm kind of, I want to give myself space to, to see where that goes and, and to coach people on kind of their whole life and coach the whole person rather than just one aspect. So that's one way that I'm kind of growing and, and evolving right now. Um, but I also, yeah, I have my podcast career uprising, which I love. Um, and I have, I recently made an online store nice. where on my website. And so the reason I did that is because I wanted to create, uh, well, or share, I guess, a tool that has been instrumental to me, which is meditation. I have used visualization and meditation throughout my, my whole adult life. And it's been a huge part of my daily practice and my success. So I wanted to create some meditations for those who are interested and would like to try it, or maybe they're already doing it. Um, they're career focused. So they'll help you reframe your mindset and get tap into some of these mindsets that we're talking about here that are more positive and more empowering. Um, so I created some meditations and they're, they're on my website and my online store. They're very low cost. It's, you know, so that's kind of something that I'm expanding into is other ways that I can, can reach people outside of the coaching. And that's one way. So I have my ebook and my meditations and things like that. So that's kind of another direction that I'm going as well. Um, but yeah, so that they can learn, you can learn more about that at careeruprising.com and, and you stay in touch with all the things that I'm doing. But, um, but that's, that's one thing that I've got going on. That's kind of new. Nice. Nice. We'll definitely have all that information in the, 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 the description. So people can, you know, experience more of you. Um, 
Nazar, did you have anything else on your end? Oh, I just wanted to uh, thank Lorraine again for openly sharing some great ideas. I was just taking some notes. I really loved the, just to summarize, I really loved the ISP framework. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, then yeah. the questions, you know, why, why is this happening to me versus what can I learn from this? And uh, I, it's always good to hear stories because lay, to, layoffs will happen to everyone at, at least once in their career. I'm not saying this to be doom and gloom, but it's just the nature of things, right? Like every day you hear a big company closing office and all that. And at that people do take it the wrong way. And I hope with this information and the framework you've provided us, uh, they can take that as something positive, a source of inspiration and move their career or even completely transform themselves. So wanted to thank you on behalf of the audience for sharing those ideas. Wonderful. Well, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm a fan of your, your podcast and I, I think there's a lot of crossover in our philosophies and our messages. And so I just really appreciate the invitation. Thank you guys. Let, let me say one, one last thing, because uh, the, the, the concept of a layoff, it, it can be a, a lonely experience because when you are brought in, and Nassar made a good point, right? You don't want to, it's not doom and gloom, but it's just the nature of a career cycle or a job cycle, or however you want to look at it. And when you're brought into that room, um, it's just you and your boss or and the HR person or whatever have you. But, you know, once you leave that room, you, you feel like you, you're all by yourself. So I definitely want the audience to take heed to uh, Lorraine's story and uh, some key points, right? Don't be a victim. Right. It happened for a reason. And Nassar and I may have to do a podcast on how you can or we may have to do a part two on this series on some of the things that you can do to be proactive before a layoff. Even if you don't see it coming, you can there's some things that you can still do to overall prepare yourself in the event that it, that it happens in a sense. Right. It's one of those you rather have it ready and not need it as opposed to need it and, and, and not have it. So maybe that'll be a, a part two down the line. But. Um, any event that a, a layoff does happen, just look at it like, you know, this is the universe telling you that there's something bigger and better for you. And you can't be open to that opportunity if you're focusing on uh, what, what you're currently doing. Um, it can be a little bit scary, but hopefully the audience will take everything that Lorena said and put you in a more of a, an empowered state than, than anything else. But on that note, uh, Lorraine, thank you for, you know, your time, your, your, your wisdom, your overall experiences. I'm pretty sure our audience will be very grateful of the lessons that you learned. And thank you for a fun time. I learned a lot. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I would love to do that part two with you. I think that would be wonderful. There's, I'm sure that this is such a meaty topic. I'm sure there's much more that we could dive into. Um, so I'd love to do that sometime. Thank you guys both. Definitely. Have a good one, guys. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to listen to this episode of The Care Podcast. Have a topic that you would want us to talk about? Reach out to us via Twitter at CareCareerCast. Cast.